Hello, 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 my gorgeous one, and welcome to Spiritpreneur School, where spirited entrepreneurs connect. This episode of Spiritpreneur School, of course, I am your host and your coach, Abiola Abrams, and this episode is sponsored by Become the Guru Bootcamp, a seven-week intensive specially designed to position you as a respected guru in your spiritpreneur niche as a life coach, healer, speaker, and writer. Yes, and you can find out about that at sacredbusiness.academy. And this episode is also sponsored by Release the Chains. The Release the Chains Life Class event is one of the nation's premier leadership and empowerment events, convening preeminent speakers in the areas of finance, health, business, and personal development. Release the Chains nationally and internationally recognized speakers are excited to share their wisdom and expertise on a wide range of topics, and I hope that you will be joining us on August 1st and 2nd in Washington, D.C. We are honored to have with us one of the creators, the founder, actually, of the Release the Chains event, Ms. Ari Squires. Hi, Ari. Hello, how are you? I am doing wonderful. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. And, you know, just a little bit about Ms. Ari, that she is a success coach using her soul-based mindset mastery and unique business success approach to help women who are in transition to create the lives and the businesses that they love. She is a CEO. Yes. <laughs> so Ari, so that's the professional bio. Tell us who is the woman behind the bio. Wow, I am just a woman who wants to see women live their dream life and be happy, but uh, but at the same time being authentic to who they are as as women and just stepping into their power. So I, I'm just a woman who wants to see women be great, you know, and to remove those chains. That's what the whole release the chains comes from, removing those limitations and those stories and those beliefs that we have about ourselves that hold us back. So my job as a success coach and a business coach is to help you remove that stuff so that you can really walk in your greatness. So that's who I am and that's who I believe that I was literally put on this earth to be and to serve women in this way. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I am honored to be one of the speakers at Release the Chains. And so for those of you, my beautiful Spiritpreneur tribe who have been asking me, when are you going to come to D.C.? I am going to be in D.C. at Release the Chains, and so please definitely come down. Ari, how did you get into this line of beautiful work that we are in, which is empowering other women to do their thing? How did you get started? Well, it started out about 10 years ago. I started out, well, for one, I was working a job, 9 to 5. I came from Sacramento, California, and I moved to the Washington, D.C. area to attend Howard University to just finish up my degree and to just move out of the situation that I was in. But I started working a 9 to 5 in communications. I was working doing television, media sales, and I was miserable. I was, it was horrible <laughs> because I've just always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I've always just wanted to work for myself and have that freedom. So what happened was I found a, a niche in my market where I was living in Fredericksburg, Virginia, where my daughter was 10 years old at the time, and she was looking for dance and performing arts. And so 
when I went around and looked to see what was going on in my community as far as dance schools, there was nothing that was culturally diverse. There was nothing for, um, you know, minority children to go and be around other girls who are ballerinas or, you know, doing tap and jazz who look like them. So me just having that mindset of entrepreneurship, I started my own program. I hired some student um uh, some student instructors. I rented out a little rec center. I mean, and that thing just blew up. I mean, people were coming in droves because obviously there was a need in our community for it. And so I did that for eight years. And after about eight years, I started to get burned out. My daughter, she grew up. She graduated. She moved to Florida. She no longer wanted anything to do with dance. <laughs> and so women just started asking me, hey, Ari, how were you able to you know, start this business, and I want to start a business, and, you know, and can you help me? So I started doing, like, small business boot camps, and I loved it. Like, I love to teach. I love to empower, and I'm just an advocate for entrepreneurship. And so through that process, I started to lose my passion for the dance school because it started to just really feel like work. It was so much managing 13 employees. I loved it. I love the kids. I still work with children. I still have a program for little young girls, but... I was shifting, you know, just shifting into something different, something else was calling me. And so being with my past, I was one of those people when I grew up, I was, I had a low self-esteem. So I tried to uh, fit in and be what other people wanted me to be. Now, this was in my teenage years and early 20s, and I ended up getting in a lot of trouble, you know, being incarcerated and, you know, walking in the wrong crowds and, you know, just doing different things. But during that time, I always knew that it was something within me where I wanted to inspire women. I wanted to inspire women and I wanted to inspire girls to be great. Even though at that time I was jacked up <laughs> mentally, you know, <laughs> mentally. I was going through so much trying to find myself, but I knew that there was something that I wanted to do. Didn't know what it was, but I wanted to inspire people to be great. So this term, release the changes, came to me one day. I said, you know what? I want to do a women's empowerment event where women can come and just share their story because we all have one, right? We all have a story and where we can, right? We all have a story and where we can come and share ourselves and be transparent. And I had no idea that I was going to share my story. No one had ever known. Of course, I wrote a book later after that event. My book is Release the Chains, A Woman's Roadmap for Finding the Strength to Reclaim Her Destiny. And at that time, no one had ever known my my background. I had a low self-esteem. And here I am having a dance school for young girls to help boost their self-esteem, you know, and speaking on stages and being this confident woman. No one ever knew I had been to jail three times. No one ever knew that I sold drugs and I hang with gangs. You know, I, I had that lifestyle. But that day, right before the event, someone um, inboxed me on Facebook and sent me a picture of me back in my day and said, remember this, LOL. And it was a picture of me, you know, back when I was living that, that lifestyle, trying to be someone that I wasn't. And so that inspired me that next day to change my whole script about, you know, what I was going to say. And I shared my story and I released my chains. And so many other women came and spoke and we shared. We had empowerment. It was just it was just beautiful. I know I'm like going off, but <laughs> this is how I came to this. This is how I came to this to answer this question. And so from then, um, naturally, women are um, wanting to get into entrepreneurship and so that's kind of where I am now with helping them release those chains while they're in transition to leave their nine to five and create and develop businesses that actually, you know, make sense and make money. 
Ari, I'm so glad that you shared that story. That is such a powerful testament and testimony. Like, I would never have known <laughs> just looking at you and, you know, just that, that all that you carry with you. And so one of the things that I tell people all the time is, you know, because people may look at someone and be like, oh, you know, like I'm sure that you've had people assume certain things about you that, oh, everything has just been easy for you or say, well, you know, Ari can do it or Abiola can do it because it's always been easy for them. And so that's why I think it's so important that we tell our stories so that they realize, so that people realize, okay, if I'm doing it, you can do it as well. And so, yes. I, you you know, that that's just so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. How did you... When was the moment, you know, I know you shared with us having that spark within you, even when you were on the wrong path, but what was the shift for you of stepping off of that wrong trail and onto, you know, like, where was that shift? Where was that real moment of shift for you? I remember like it was yesterday. It was when I was homeless and living with my best friend, and he kicked me out. He said, you have to go. And I had $5 to my name, and I just happened to meet a very handsome young man <laughs> who is my husband today after, wow. well, let's say we've been married for about 13 years. And he, I don't, I don't know, he, he believed in me. Like he, he saw what was in me, right, and he really helped me to to see that, I knew she was there, right? I know I know who I am, right? I knew she was there, but he helped me to shine a light on her. And so I started just shining a light on all my power and everything that I had within me, my God-given gifts and my, my intelligence and my know-how and my wit and my hustle and my, you know, all of that stuff. I just shined a light on that, and I started focusing on that more versus my strength. So that was my turning moment. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to move out of Sacramento, California. I'm going to change my life because there's something more for me. So that was the shift. That he he just I was down to my bottom. You know how they say sometimes you have to hit rock bottom before you yes. you can you know start to go up. That was that was it for me. That was it for me. Wow. Again, very powerful. And the thing is that you know, as you know, that this is a common theme with a lot of women who, you know, my, my coaching practice, I, I coach coaches, I coach, you know, healers, I coach, you know, women who help to, who are, you know, sacred and soul center consultants who help to guide other people. And there are a lot of wounded healers out there in our tribe, people who easily guide other people to shine, but are still playing small, you know, people who can easily tell other people exactly how to outline, you know, outline how to empower their lives, but we feel challenges about our own. So what has been the biggest challenge for you, Ari, as you've been building your business? Wow. You mean personally um, or business-wise? Both. Give us one of each. Mm, I would say, hmm, that's a very good question. I would say business-wise first is is helping other, making women realize how powerful they are, you know, and to stop making the excuses. I find my job to be a little bit difficult. It's kind of like you can take the the horse to the well, but you can't make them drink. And so yeah. that, to me, becomes frustrating sometimes in, in, in business, you know, because why, you know, they, they pay, you know, for my services in order for me to assist them and, and help give them some guidance and resources and knowledge and expertise, but some just still don't.
don't use it. But then I realize that it's a mindset thing. You know, I have my new book coming out that I'll be releasing. I release a change called The Mindset of a CEO, you know, the seven core principles that, you know, we need in business to sustain. And it is a mindset thing. You know, it is. It's really um, releasing those stories that we have. So that's that's that was a challenge for me. But I'm learning how to navigate um, around that. Um, personally for me, at first, of course, you know, I don't know if you've been through this at one time, but I just felt that I wasn't, um, what's the right word? Um, hmm, I can't think of the word. Um, not good enough. Um, a lot. Of, I think a lot of very successful, high-powered executive women have, you know, what I call imposter syndrome or feeling, you know, deep down inside, like, you know, still like, okay, because they know how big the goal is and how big the dream is and how big their calling is, you know, just a little bit of that feeling of like, okay, am I up to the challenge? Mhm, mhm, mhm. And I felt like I, I can't even think of it. I have to come back to that question because it's like at the tip of my tongue, <laughs> but I just can't. I can't find the words to say, you know, how I'm feeling about that. So let me come back to that. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's a great question, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, what is your answer then, Ari, to the question? You know, what do you believe? Like, is there a mantra, as I like to call it, or an affirmation? Yes inspirational quote or guiding principle that you have that you would like to share? Yeah, I believe that um, everything is everything is possible. I, my mantra is all I see is possibility. Even through the storms, the trials, the tribulations, I still see possibility. You know, there's it's still possible. When I see a woman like yourself and um, who are living their dream life and are and are shaping, help shaping the lives of other women, and you know, it inspires me to know that. I can too, you know, and to just keep going. And, and so that's my mantra. All I see is possibility because that's what we have to see. We have to know that everything is possible, and that, you know, starts with believing in ourselves. That is beautiful. I think that, you know, one of the reasons why I created this series is that I've heard many women entrepreneurs or creative people complain about a lack of mentorship. And with this series right now, they're being mentored by you, mentored by me. And, of course, they can go deeper by contracting our services. But are there any mentors that you've had that have had a massive impact on what you're doing or who you've become? You shared with about your husband, but is there, like, a professional uh, mentor that you've had? Yeah, yeah. When I was, um, you know, working my dance school, I had moved into a facility, and it was a gentleman, actually, who kind of really took me under his wing and told me that I had I had it, but I wasn't dreaming big enough. And I was like, really? You know, we think we're dreaming. You know, I thought I had this going on. I thought I was moving in the right direction, which I was, of course, but just my potential. You know, he, he, he helped me to see my potential. And he was a businessman, entrepreneur, very successful. But he like took me under his wing and, and, and coached me, you know, and mentored me and gave me um, the strength and the, the confidence and the tools, you know, with helping me with my business plan and helping me with, helping me with my sales strategy and, you know, all of that stuff. But also just the mental mindset of, of what my potential truly was. And I'm, and I'm walking in that now. And it's, it's just great to have those type of people in your life who see more in you that then you see in yourself 
So I, I, I'm so thankful for that relationship. We're, he's still my mentor today, and I'm just thankful for that relationship because that really means a lot. Outside of my mother, who has always been, you know, my greatest cheerleader. <laughs> my I greatest cheerleader. <laughs> I love it, Ari. So how does business planning work for you? You mentioned using a business plan. Do you use mind maps or any goal-oriented systems, vision boards, et cetera? How does, vision plan, how does uh, business planning work for you? Well, I have my own system that I have, and it's called the CEO Success Strategy Blueprint, and it's just it's a straight line business plan. But what I focus on with my clients, um, the meat of it is the marketing um, planning, you know, because I feel like that's the that's the meat of our company. Of course, with the operations and you know the sales strategy and our, our revenue wheel and all of that stuff is important. But what I like to focus on is us is focusing on our business as not solo entrepreneurs but thinking of our of our businesses as big corporations and setting them up that way because you have to know where you're going, you know, in order yeah. to get there. So you have to have a plan. If we if we fail to plan, we plan to fail. And so I focus heavily on marketing and positioning ourselves and branding ourselves as truly authentic to who we are personally so that stands out in our brand. So like I said, my meat, the meat of it is 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 marketing and positioning, but what my, my specialty is what I what I consider myself an expert in is helping my clients create products, services and programs that actually sell, <laughs> that are authentic to them. I actually have a free seven day video series that um I'm offering at um your, your anyone listening who's interested in learning how to create and automate, you know, products and services within your business, you can go to products equals profits dot com. It's a totally free video training series showing you um, in seven days, how to create products and services that sell seven different ways. And that's my expertise, helping my clients come up with, you know, specialized programs that they can sell and make money on and profit profit from. Beautiful, beautiful. So you mentioned the importance of marketing, which is something that we talk about here, which is key to any business. What are how do you market yourself? How do clients find you? How do people discover you? What are your marketing uh tips and advice? Okay, well I do some of the old school stuff. To find me generally, social media is a great platform nowadays. It's 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 different from when I started my dance school ten, twelve years ago where we had a Google AdWords, you know. <laughs> I you know, which is good, but now people aren't it, it's it's now SEO now, you know, so you have to get behind in that back end. Um, but my primary marketing is with social media as well as setting up um, systems in place to have people, you know, opt in for different services and, and marketing to our list and building those lists so people can get to know us. So those are my, my two number one forms of, of marketing and not being afraid to shout out who you are and what you do and what problem that you solve for the clients that you wish to serve and just really being bold about it and saying proudly what you do and who you serve. I think that boldness is such an important part of it. And, you know, dealing with critics and naysayers and rejection is a part of life. But unfortunately, Ari, for some spiritpreneurs who tend to be, you know, my tribe tends to be highly sensitive, you know, people. My spiritpreneurs, women, are very sensitive and it stops us in our tracks, you know, because these are women who just are, you know, used to empowering other people. How have you ever had challenges dealing with a rejection or negative energy or criticism? And if so, how do you deal with that? 
You know what? Of course I have. I think we all do. We all we all get that. It comes at us in so many different ways. And you just look at it for what it is, and I just realize that it's not me, you know, that it's them. When someone has something negative to say about you or they're trying to throw shade <laughs> in some kind of way, you know, I just realize it's not me because I'm being authentic to who I am as a businesswoman and as a woman in general. So whatever issue or concern or um, anything negative that someone has to say or feel about me that's okay you can feel that way but it's not me it's 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 something it could be some sort of insecurity that they have within themselves or it's it's them and so I just have to realize that and that keeps me going it keeps my head up high it keeps me smiling it keeps me serving you know it keeps me in my zone and I don't focus on you know that that negative now I love constructive criticism please if you have some for me please let me know because it's going to make me a better person but if it's negative and if it's just shade Aviola I don't care for it i i run from it i don't have time for it <laughs> so <laughs> that's how i deal with it well said well said <laughs> <laughs> and it would seem that you would have to be extremely disciplined to accomplish all that you have and i know that procrastination and writer's block are you know two bugaboos that members of my tribe have complained about have you dealt with procrastination and if so what do you do yeah, I, I have, and I, you know, I'm one of those people that say I work best under pressure because I was like that way in college. You know, if the test was on Friday, I'm studying all night Thursday. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I'm sure many of your listeners can relate to that. Um, so, but that's procrastination as as bright as day, right? As bright as day. Um, but you, I feel like if I had have done it two days ago, I probably would have done a better job at it. You know, I wouldn't have rushed it, you know, when we're doing projects and things like that. So I do um, uh, come up and face procrastination. But what I do daily is I come into my office and I write down three to four um, things that I must do every single day. I don't care. I won't go to bed. I won't in my day unless I get those things done. And that's how I stay productive, you know, because we can be easily distracted, you know, easily distracted. But, yes, I've dealt with it, and that's kind of how I deal with it. I, I make sure that I have some goals that I set for myself that I must attain um, each day. I think that that is a really, really valuable practice, um, and I use something similar as well. Very, very valuable practice. And I know, Ari, that there are no average days for people who are doing what we do, but can you give us a super quick snapshot of an average week for you? What is your business structure and model? Okay, average week for me is I have like certain days throughout the week that I do consultations only, you know, um, you know, um, interviewing and seeing which programs fit best with um, clients who are interested in working with me. So I have particular days that I do that. I have my coaching days that I just do coaching pretty much all day, and that's two days a week. That's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I know on Tuesdays and Thursdays those are my days I'm going to be coaching. Um, but so that's typically what it is. Of course, I do marketing every day. Every, every morning I wake up and I think, okay, you know, how am I going to get in front of a 1,000 people today? How am I going to, you know, get myself um, in front of more eyes today? So that's a typical week for me. Of course, I have mastermind sessions that I have monthly with uh, my clients as well. And it's just grinding it out, you know, um, networking and, and talking, connecting with people like you, Um Man, just working, <laughs> just whatever needs to be done, you know, whatever needs to be done, I just get it done. <laughs> 
Well, you interviewed <laughs> me recently for a powerful series that you're doing related to Release the Chains. And a member of your tribe, her name was Tawanda, asked a question about balance and women. So I'm going to turn that question back to you, Ms. Ari Squart. <laughs> How do you, what is your advice for women who say, where is the balance? How do I find this work-life balance that I've been promised? Well, there's no perfect balance. We'll never find it. It's not that word should be taken out of the dictionary. <laughs> there's no such thing <laughs> as perfect balance. It, it yeah. will never have it. But I'm very family-oriented. I, I, I've been married. I've been with my husband for 15 years. And I give him his time. I have a son. He's he's eight years old now, and he's the only child here. Um, my daughter lives in Florida, and my son needs his time. So when he comes home, when it's his time, I give him his time. I'm not on my phone. I'm not checking emails. I'm not on social media. I'm not doing anything. I give him that time that he that he needs, and I don't. You know, I don't work between four and eight p.m. That's it. If you don't if you call me, you have to call me back. If you inbox me if you you know tweet me <laughs> anything you it has to wait until I'm until my son goes to bed and so I block out that personal time with my family because family's first you know we have our businesses and we're we're striving to be successful whatever that looks like for us in our businesses but at the end of the day my my personal life I will be nothing without my family, so I I, I do my best. Of course, there are some days where I can't help it, where some things happen, and, you know, I have to schedule some things in that place. But I do my absolute best to schedule that time uh, with my husband, who's also a full-time entrepreneur. So he gets it, you know, he understands it. We kind of, you know, we've been together so long and we're so connected spiritually. Like, we get it without even having to say, well, honey, I'm sorry, but um, I'm not cooking dinner tonight. (laughs) You know, we just kind of get it, but that's kind of how that's kind of how I balance it out. And like I said, I, I'm I'm very um, protective of my time and who I give it to. Like I don't allow people to call me with drama. Like my people in my circle know, don't even think about it. We can we know no not to call Ari with that because she's not she's not going for that. That's not who she is. So that's that's how I balance it. I'm very protective of my time. I love that, and I think that that is so key. And what I love about what you just shared, Ari, is that. You know, the reason why we're in this life is, you know, so that we can custom design our lives. And so I love that from four to eight, people know don't call you and you wouldn't be able to have that by design in your schedule if you hadn't chose to create your own life. You know, so so important. And so what does your current support team look like? You mentioned you've got your husband, you've got your mentor. What does team RE look like? Mm, my support team, I'm going to be honest, I don't have a very strong support team. And that's pretty sad. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. You may have been looking for a great answer. Like, I have this great team. No, I'm looking, I, for, I, I'm looking for authentic and real. Yeah, right? I, I, I really don't. My circle is really small, and it seems to, to shrink. I mean, of course, I have some very good friends that, you know, we hang out, and we have our girls' day, and we have our – um, our, you know, our, our girls' trips, and we have a ball. We're very, very good friends. But as far as my support, like really uh, my cheerleaders and 
um, support. My circle is very, very, very small, very minute. Most of my um, strong support system still lives in Sacramento, California. Friends that I've had all my life, you know, it's just, I don't, I don't know what it is. I think I know what it is, but I don't want to go into that into too much detail. But my circle is really small, and I, and I'm happy, and I'm content, and I'm content with it. You know, I think, I'm, I'm yeah, I think quality is more important than quantity when it comes Absolutely. to friendships. And a lot of times we outgrow people, and that's okay. Okay. It's okay if you, you know, like I like to say that, you know, it's like a movie that some people, you know, your life is like a movie. Some people will be extras. Some people will be there to ride out the whole thing. Some people will have one or two scenes and that is okay. That's mm-hmm. perfectly okay. What is your, what does your professional team look like? Oh, my professional team is solid. I've been working with um, the people on my team for a long time. Of course, I have volunteers who love to help me out at my events. I have an awesome assistant. Her name is Grace, and without her, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know what I would do, but I like that she um, she she's one of those assistants that she doesn't need to be told what to do. And she knows me very well. She, you know, we. It's just a great um, connection. Now I'm also a ghostwriter. I have a, a book publishing self a book publishing company. So I have a full staff on deck: video editors, um, um, uh, book editors, um, graphic designers. You know, a full staff of people who I I use, I go to. We build off each other. We grow with one another. You know, we teach each other. We learn from each other. So that's what my my team looks like. I'm primarily the the coach and the overseer, but I have a really good team, really good team, really good solid team. So Ari, are you taking book proposals? If a, if a listener is listening and she has a, a book concept, do you publish other authors? I do. Yes, I do. I you can go to releasethatbook.com and I actually have a free um step-by-step guide on self-publishing, but yes, if someone um is interested in in writing a book and getting it published, please contact me. Go to release the book releasethatbook.com and you will get a free, you know, like I said a free e-guide, but contact me at com, and I would love to see what your idea is and and help you share your story. And a lot of times writing a book, as you know, it changes the whole trajectory of our businesses, you know, because then we're seen as an expert, you know, and it it just gives us a whole new as entrepreneurs. So, yes, I would love to help anyone who's interested in sharing their story or sharing their expertise. We do everything from top to bottom, from, from the writing all the way to the putting that book in your hand and publishing it for you. I love it because one of the jobs that I had before, you know, I built my company the way that I want it to be is that I was a ghostwriter. So I, you know, I, and, and for me, I've been a writer since I'm, I was six years old. So, you know, there's nothing that I love more than the power of being an author and a, a writer. Um, is there a specific kind of book that you can tell the listeners that you're looking for or a specific kind of author who should get in contact with you? Yes, anybody who has anything on self-help, motivational or spiritual, um, healing, um, self-help, personal development, those are the books that I'm looking for right now. I'm finishing up a book for a minister, and I'm actually working on a novel, but I have one of my staff members, that's her She's an awesome writer, and she's we're working on that book. It's a novel, but it's a it's an inspirational novel. It's a great book. So anything of personal development and self help right now. If anybody has those things that they're looking to do, I would love, we would love to help you. 
Oh, beautiful. Okay, so let's talk about money, Ari. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! So some, you know, heart-centered and soul-centered women entrepreneurs and creative people have issues around receiving money and abundance and getting paid. Can you speak Mm -hmm. or offer advice in this area? Oh, my gosh, yes. You can't be afraid to charge what you're worth. And as entrepreneurs, we are in business to solve problems for a profit. And so we have to be paid for that, and we should be paid well for it because, like you said earlier, in entrepreneurship, we have the flexibility to, you know, manage our own time and create the lives that we want to live. And in order to do that, we have to be making money because if I wasn't making enough money, then I'd say, nope, honey, uh uh-uh, I got to work between four and eight because I have to make money, you know. So having that flexibility of having the money coming in, it gives us more freedom to do what we want to do. But, no, don't be afraid to charge people no freebies no hookups you know it's a business and you should treat it as such and the more you treat your business and respect your business then other people will do that as well more you'll see less and less people asking you for the hookup you'll see less and less people asking you for freebies and wanting things for you you, you know people they go to work and <laughs> they don't you know they don't go to work for free and neither should we as business owners so we we have to be paid for um, for what we're providing um, to to our you know to our clients and customers, we have to be. Well said, well said. You are you seem like such a beautifully positive person, and you have to be for everything that you're doing. What do you do, Ari, when you feel afraid or depressed or anxious or overwhelmed? You know what? I I just sit with it. Um, I, I meditate and I just um, release it, and I sit with whatever I'm feeling at that moment. I don't try to, um, you know, block it. You know, I, I I let it sit with me for a couple minutes because that's a part of of who I am and it's who we are as human beings. We're gonna have bad days. We're gonna get stressed out. You know, we're gonna have those moments. It's it's, 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 it's we cannot help that. <laughs> it's gonna happen. So I just sit with it and I embrace it. And then I just meditate on it, and I let it go, and I just keep things moving. You know, I just keep things moving, and and that's all that I, I, I can do. I don't burden myself with it. I don't become a Debbie Downer around it. I really try to keep a positive mindset because all I see is possibility. Yes, <laughs> I see possibility. Yes. <laughs> but I'm being 100% honest. I'm not just saying that this that is really who I am. I'm I'm not negative negative negativity. I just don't do well with it in my life and I've never been that that way. You know, it it, it brings you down and, I, and I'm just about being happy and joyful and enjoying life. But like I said, it does come. You know, I do get stressed out, I do get overwhelmed, I do get mad, I do, you know, bad things happen to me, you know, but I embrace it. You know, and I accept it, but then I release it. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, my last book was named The Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, and my next book is named The Sacred Bombshell Business Bible for Spiritpreneurs. And I define a sacred bombshell as a woman who loves, honors, and cherishes herself in mind, body, and spirit. Given this definition, Ari, how did you learn to love yourself, and what makes you a sacred bombshell? 
Mm, I learned to love myself by just looking in the mirror and being happy with what I saw. No matter how flawed I thought it was, it's known that I was created in the image of God and that I am perfect just the way I am. You know, I used to be so... um, I didn't, I didn't like to take pictures because I thought that I just looked horrible in pictures. People see my picture, oh, you look nice, you look pretty, and I'm thinking to myself, I look horrible. <laughs> you know, I was so ba- I was so bad on myself at one time. But then I looked in the mirror and I was looking at pictures of myself, and I said, that's who I am. That's who I. That's how I did. This is who God made me to be. This is who I am. This is my. Being. This is who I am. And so I, I just had to accept that. Um, and what was your other question? Oh, how do I define myself as a sacred bombshell? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, because I just love all people, and I just love I love what I do, and I love serving women, and I love connecting with other women. And I, and I, I just, uh, I'm just a happy person. I try to be happy, and I like to have that around me. And I'm just a go-getter. I'm not afraid to take risks. I'm not afraid of a challenge. I'm not afraid to fail. You know, I take a lot of risks. I'm, I'm a lot of risk, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm not afraid to fail because I know that I'll learn if I do make a mistake or if it does become, you know, not as successful as I thought it would. You know, I know that there's going to be something positive out of that. So I really just keep a positive mindset. You know, that's just how I keep keep going, and I think that defines me as a sacred bombshell. Beautiful. Well, you have inspired me today, sis. I look forward to reading your last book and the new book, and I look forward to being on your stage in August. Yay! Yay! So happy to have you. (laughs) It's going to be so much fun. (laughs) Let me tell your um, listeners where they can go and find out about the event. Do I have time? Yes, you do. Okay, you can find out about the Release the Chains Life Class Experience at RTC. That's for Release the Chains. So that's RTC Main Event dot com. And go if you purchase your ticket and you're in the DC, it's going to be in Springfield, Virginia, which is about 15 minutes from DC, um, at the Hilton Hotel. And if you purchase your ticket. Um, I will give you a free ticket to bring a friend. So that's like, you know, it'll be. Yeah, exactly. You could bring a friend of like minds. You guys can come together. There's nothing like being in that space and meeting Abiola and meeting all of my other special guests and just being in that space. You never know who's going to be in that room for you that day. And bring a friend and enjoy that moment with them. So if you rtcmainevent.com, get your ticket. Email me once you purchase your ticket because I've taken that free um, off the off the internet. And just email me say I was listening to Abiola Spiritpreneur School podcast and I want my free ticket. You're my free ticket already (laughs) (laughs) and i got you i got you covered (laughs) beautiful so is there anything else that you want to leave my sacred bombshell spiritpreneurs with today miss ari squires and I just want to encourage everybody to just keep doing what you're doing and stay positive and always see the possibility and encourage your sisters. Continue to encourage those around you because you'll get that back. It'll just be a reflection and you'll get that back from everyone else in the universe. And and just thank you all for listening. And I hope that I, I see you guys soon and connect with me on social media, on um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Ari Squires Speaks. And I would just love to connect with you and get to know you all and just remind you to stay positive and release the chains. That's it. Beautiful. So thank you so much, Ari Squires. And thank you to you, my sacred bombshell spiritpreneur. And I remind you, until we 
speak again, to dream bigger, to love yourself, and to head over to bombshellmybusiness.com where I have a free four-part course, a Spiritpreneur Success Strategy course for you to take yourself to the next level. That's at bombshellmybusiness.com. And if no one has told you today, I love you.